Hello, we're so excited to welcome you to the second ever edition of the Art Fix podcast. When we featured Studio Drift in our 10th episode on light art, we knew we just had to hear from the duo themselves. So we're super pleased to be having this conversation, even if it's just from one half of the duo, Lonika Gordijn. From day one, we've been so inspired by your work, and we truly believe that everything Drift touches turns to gold, whether that be a dandelion, a clubhouse conversation, or a flying drone. So let's dive in. You've talked a lot about the new technologies that you've developed during the pandemic. Can you share some examples with us? Well, during the pandemic, we have been very much focusing on, first of all, our own technologies and the way how we organize our studio. What we also explored during uh, the pandemic was um, a lot of robots and basically mainly how robots are working together in a group and are still individuals. It's the same principle we um, we also looked into when we worked on our Franchise Freedom drone project. Um, but those drones, even that we wanted them to be smart, they are, they are still uh, not looking at each other and they have, they're following um, an autonomous behavior, but this is pre-programmed. So what we're looking into now is how can we make these individual robots, and we're not talking about drones, but um, other types of robots, intelligence, and, and basically behaving as a group, the way how we also behave as, as humans. One of our main interests is how people move and why people move in certain ways. And there are only a few movement patterns. So this is what we explore. We always explore movement and how we make things move. And um, you know, whatever technology we can find that is needed. But we try to keep things really rather simple and also the visual experience of those movements very simple. But in the end, we always end up with very complex systems and actually to create something that looks simple and feels as something that you can relate to and feels and you and, and where you feel familiar with. At Artfix, we're super excited about your involvement with Superblue. Can you tell us more, including what you think is the future of experiential art centers? We are very happy that we are part of Superblue. And Superblue is the new um, experiential art center project um, initiated by Pace Gallery. And um, since we were already working with Pace Gallery, this is, um, well, it's really a recognition for us. Um, having a background in design and having working as an artist, um, but not fitting into any system. Um, along our way to, to find also where we would fit in, we, we found uh, that Pace Gallery was also interested in this path because there are more artists who are also working very experiential and more installation-based, um, which is not something that you can easily sell or, or showcase on an art fair, for instance, or in a gallery space. And um, we're very happy that um, this is recognized by, by Pace Gallery and now executed in Superblue. So soon the first Superblue venue of, of uh, will open in Miami. And uh, we're also part of that, so we're very excited about that. But the future of experiential art centers, um, how would that look like? I believe personally, and I can only speak for, for myself and from our practice, that the need for 
experiencing emotions rather than only looking at them or hearing them is very important. In these times, we are so fixated on our phones or on everything that happens online. But it also doesn't really help us to get out of our heads and into our bodies. And, and really feeling and trusting your feeling is a big need. And for that, you need to be out there and also experience those things physically together and see with your own eyes that something around you is changing and moving. You have an influence on it. And I think it helps us cope with these times. It helps us also... Um, yeah, I think understand the world and understand our own needs. And it's almost the same as if you need to do sports on a day. You know, it's the same thing as a need for physicality and, and feeling your body and, and aching your body and, and, and getting a clear mind. I think this is also what experiential art can bring. And at least it's something that we, would, we, we long for. And that's why we're also making works that you can experience as, as a group. An interesting question to us to question ourselves what what do we do if we don't have an audience anymore and, and we want we need audiences to to experience our work do we still can we still exist so from that perspective we've also been very much thinking about our relevance and how important it is for people to gather and and and, and be with the artworks if we're really doing this because we have something to say and we want people to go through certain feelings to understand certain relations between mankind and technology and, and the natural world. So for this, we do need those experiences. We do need technology that creates certain change and movement and, and interaction with the audiences in the spaces that we, we design. For our third question, if you could place your work in any corner of the galaxy, Earth or beyond, where and when would you put it? Well, if we could place our work anywhere in this galaxy, it would definitely be outside of this Earth. I mean, this Earth is extremely interesting and endlessly inspiring to us. But what we feel and very much is that we are lacking a collective view on this total bigger picture of of the earth we are facing climate change we're facing big problems we all know it but somehow we cannot really find solutions or get to the point that we are going to act as one community instead of separate countries and i think in order to achieve this common goal and this yeah basically a view onto our world's problematics. Um, it's definitely needed to go out of this Earth into space and orbit around the world or, or look at the world from a distance. The way how astronauts have been seeing the Earth and realizing that it's one living organism, it's one thing, and we need to treat it as a whole. I would definitely want all of us on this Earth to experience the Earth from a distance and then bring things into the broader perspective. For our next question, if Drift were given an unlimited budget to help solve any world problem, what problem would you choose? I would definitely choose the problem where we, as humankind, feel the need to take more than we need from this earth. 
Um, I think that will solve our problem around poverty, around war, war, um, and around climate change. So I don't believe that the the solution to solve a world problem is in the problem itself. I believe it's in us. It's in the way how we are raised, it's in the way how our history is taken, how, the way of our context, how our society is shaped. So I believe if we can change that viewpoint and that um, and learn to follow in our, our intuition and, um, and, and don't see each other as competitors, I believe that would change drastically everything else that we're facing or every other problem. I think with the work that we make as artists, we're trying actually to reach and to tap into that human system of thoughts and, and bring people back to their feelings so that they can actually trust their intuition and use it because we all know deep in, in ourselves what is right and what is wrong. Um, but we don't act upon it. So with the artworks we make, we try to bring people in that way closer to our nature, the nature that is within us, and then we can work alongside with it. Okay, now, you can participate in any clubhouse room with anyone, dead or alive. Who would it be with? I would definitely would love to be in a clubhouse room um, with everyone who had been in space. I would, it would be great if it could be a clubhouse room uh, collecting information about being in space and looking at the earth. That would be so wonderful to get a sense of that and to absorb this information, the emotions and the feelings and dive deep into, um, into what that experience would be. It would be so interesting to, to know and to learn from that. And finally, a bonus question. We saw on Instagram that you're cooking up a super secret project. Can you give us any hints about what this is? So our policy is that we're definitely not giving away any hints on um, the new projects. Um, but I can, can tell you that we are looking into groups of robots and how they work together and definitely look into all types of movement. Thank you so much, Lonneke. We really look forward to seeing what the future holds for Studio Drift.